Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. Folks from Convergex and Pan Mass Challenge ringing the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange. The Dow, Lower S&P 500 Index, NASDAQ, both advancing little change for U.S. stocks as investors await tomorrow morning's all-important July jobs report. Carl Ricadona is chief U.S. economist at Bloomberg Intelligence. He was interviewed right here on Taking Stock. Consensus is at 180,000 uh, tomorrow. Uh, my modeling uh, didn't get me too far off of that, but I'm slightly weaker at about 170,000 uh, for uh, my own uh, estimate. And that's uh, enough to keep the economy uh, moving in the right direction. Uh, but it is questionable uh, whether we're getting enough income growth in the economy to uh, actually uh, support uh, consumer spending in the back half of the year uh, at a similar pace to what we saw in uh, the second quarter when it grew over 4%. And, of course, that number, 8.30 a.m. Wall Street time, complete coverage into the report and analysis right after we get the number right here on Bloomberg. Mark Carney unleashed a package of stimulus, including the Bank of England's first interest rate cut in seven years and said more easing could come as Britain feels the effects of its decision to leave the European Union. Officials led by the BOE governor voted unanimously to reduce the benchmark by 25 basis points to a record low 0.25%. U.S. equities, SeaWorld Entertainment tumbling uh, today by 13.21% after the company reported lower theme park attendance in Orlando and cut its earnings outlook for the year. Callaway Golf higher after Nike announced plans to abandon the golf equipment market, removing a competitor from the industry. Today we had Callaway up by 4%, Nike was up by one-tenth of 1%. Callaway scored its biggest intraday gain in almost six months. Nike will continue to offer footwear and apparel for the sport. Gold up 220 the ounce, a gain of two-tenths of 1%. And now a look at the other stories making news. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Former House Speaker Newt Gingrich says Donald Trump needs to stay on message. Gingrich made his comments on Fox News. He has to keep, every morning he has to get awake and say, the only two people I'm fighting with are Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. And you have to take on Obama because Hillary would be the third term. So you've got to win the argument about whether or not this has been good. But other than those two people, every time he talks about anyone else, it is an unforced fumble, if you like, or interception, as I would have said, but it's clearly a mistake. Hillary Clinton leads Donald Trump by double digits in Pennsylvania. According to a new Franklin and Marshall College poll, 49% of likely voters prefer Mrs. Clinton to 35 for Mr. Trump. Florida Governor Rick Scott says he'll do whatever it takes to win the fight against the Zika virus. The governor says he's frustrated with Washington's response so far. We knew this was going to happen. We knew hurricane season was coming. We knew rainy season was coming. So, and they knew they were going to recess. So the president and Congress have got to figure out how to work together. Miami-Dade County began spraying for mosquitoes this morning. Swarms of drones are descending on New York. Starting Friday on Governor's Island, more than 100 of them will zip across the sky, some as fast as 60 miles per hour at the second annual U.S. National Drone Racing Championships. Up for grabs, bragging rights, cash prizes, and a chance to compete on Team USA at the first-ever World Championships for Drone Racing this October in Hawaii. 
Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping S&P 500 index higher, a little changed up half a point to 2164. Dow Industrials down three points, a drop there of less than 0.1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Well, kind of an even draw if you look at what's moving and shaking in the stock market today. Jumping into the S&P 500, we see 258 gainers at the close, 239 losers, eight stocks closing unchanged. Dave Wilson, our stocks editor, is here to walk through the day's big movers and shakers with us. Just want to give everybody a heads up. We are going to be... uh, going to uh, the Pentagon this afternoon to take President Obama's press conference live. We'll be covering that uh, from beginning to end. It's supposed to start around 4.15 Wall Street time. Uh, I'm a busy... Busy day for the president. We'll see how closely he adheres to that. However, we just want to give you a heads up. We'll be going to that as soon as the president starts speaking. Now it's time for you to start speaking, Dave Wilson. What's your leading mover and shaker? Well, I talked about it earlier in the program. Got to come back to it. And that would be MetLife. The insurer's uh, operating earnings trailed analyst average estimate in a Bloomberg survey for the fourth straight quarter. And this time around, the gap was the biggest of all, 42 cents a share. And revenue... $2 $2 billion lower than the average projection. And you haven't seen a gap like that in more than a decade, according to our data. I mean, they're being hurt by lower interest rates, which means they don't have the kind of investment income they had a few years back. Now, MetLife plans to reduce costs by a billion dollars a year by the end of 2019. And that means job cuts. Nonetheless, MetLife down 8.7% in today's trading. Also uh, rivals Prudential Financial and Lincoln National both falling more than 4%. LinkedIn. Let me tell you about LinkedIn. The shares basically unchanged after reporting second quarter results that exceeded analyst estimates, earning $1.13 a share. Analyst estimates were for earnings of $0.78 cents a share. Also, second quarter revenue, $932 million versus estimates of $898 million. Uh, premium subscription revenue of $155 million. Uh, second quarter cumulative members are $450 million. I beg your pardon. Uh, they're giving no guidance uh, for the future, obviously, because uh, the uh, transaction, the Microsoft uh, acquisition of LinkedIn for $196 uh, a share is uh, scheduled to conclude at the end of this year. That deal was announced uh, June the 13th. Uh, shares of LinkedIn trading at $192.20 today on the close. Uh, Microsoft's uh, price for the acquisition is $196 a share or more than 24 
billion. Well, let's look at a gainer. Kellogg, Kellogg Company, the world's largest cereal company, uh, raised its annual earnings forecast. It's citing cost-cutting programs, belt-tightening measures, among other things, that are helping to offset its slumping breakfast business. Here's one of the key numbers. Profit uh, going to be $4.11 to $4.18 a share this year after you take out currency uh, impacts. It had previously projected $4 to $4.07. It's embracing zero-based budgeting. It's an increasingly popular form of cost-cutting in the food industry in order to boost its margins. The growth of Pringles potato chips is helping. Less dire than expected business in Venezuela. Uh, but I just think it's interesting because they're, bottom line, they're trying to turn around their struggling morning foods division. It's been hurt by this long slump in U.S. cereal sales. You know, things like Special K and Fruit Loops are what they sell. And they're hoping that maybe adults are going to start embracing this as a snack rather than a breakfast food. Uh, particularly, uh, the CEO said, the cereal slowdown is seen in the Special K brand because dieters are shifting to a more holistic view of wellness instead of really counting calories, it looks like he's realizing that, hey, people are looking at carbohydrates, they're looking at sugar, they're looking at all kinds of things, and it's just getting tougher to sell a lot of these breakfast cereals, Dave, in this kind of new understanding of metabolism and food. Well, you thought Kellogg was up? Take a look at Royal Caribbean Cruises. You know, this is the same stock that two days ago fell 6.3% after the company cuts full year earnings forecast. We found out that yesterday, Chairman and Chief Executive Richard Fain bought $2 million of his company's shares. Today, in the wake of that purchase, which was disclosed in a regulatory filing, Royal Caribbean up 6.6%. And that means $2 million stock purchase adds up to a billion-dollar increase almost in Royal Caribbean's market value. That's quite a return. All right, it's time now for the Volatility Index Report. It's brought to you by the CBOE, CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures, learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Uh, the VIX lower today, down about three and a quarter percent, down 0.43, settling at 12.44. Uh, trading volumes for the month of July are showing that the CBOE VIX Futures contracts reached record levels in the month of July. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Okay, another company suffering from uh, disappointing results, Houghton Mifflin Harcourt, Dave. That's right. I mean, they traced their history back to 1832 when a predecessor to the textbook publisher was founded in Boston. Houghton Mifflin Harcourt's current tenure in the U.S. stock market is far shorter, less than three years. company went uh, public in November 2013 after going through bankruptcy. The company was taken public by creditors, which were given full ownership in exchange for canceling secure debt. Now, Houghton Mifflin's ticker is HMHC. Company shares more than doubled from their initial price through June of last year when they peaked. Since then, the shares have given back most of their gains. Houghton Mifflin's second quarter results accelerated the retreat. The report showed a wider loss and lower revenue than analysts expected based on a Bloomberg survey. And on top of that, the company reduced its full-year sales forecast. Put, put it together, and you've got Houghton Mifflin shares down 13% on the day. That was the biggest one-day loss since the company went public. And the stock uh, got really close, as low as 1440. That was actually the lowest price since its first day of trading back in 2013.
Thank you very much. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce, telling us everything we need to know about HMH, Houghton Mifflin Harcourt. HMHC, let's be precise on that ticker, absolutely. I was just giving you the name of the company that they go by, but that's fine. HMHC. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host, Kathleen Hayes. We await a news conference by President Obama coming from the Pentagon. We will bring that to you live. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See more and disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX.